everybody, and welcome to episode number 133 of Discussing Who. This is the podcast, of course, where we discuss all things Doctor Who. So we want to make sure that you're getting all the latest episodes, so we invite you to subscribe to the show. And how can you do that? Using Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. So... Who am I? I am Kyle Jones, and why don't we get into the show, and we can't not get into the show without the two other people who are very important to this show, my Witchfinder Generals, and I will start with Mr. Clarence Brown. Clarence, how are you? Oh, I'm a Witchfinder General today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I figured, you know, we haven't used Impossible Co-host in a while, and I just, for some reason, thought Witchfinder General just... I don't know. It just felt like a good episode <laughs> to give you that title. Yeah, we'll definitely dive into that. But it's good to be on again. And uh yeah, can't wait to dive into the episode. Cool, Vane. Well, welcome back. Glad to have you back. And also, since I'm just going to wear this joke out, I will just say the other Witchfinder General, Mr. Lee Shackelford. Lee, how are you? Greetings, greetings, greetings. I'm fine. Ah. Yeah. I have a question for Clarence, though. Yeah. Well, ask what's away. Up? What's your field of expertise, my Nubian prince? <laughs> oh, man, this episode. This episode. <laughs> uh, oh, Mr. Shackleford, thank you. Because uh, I didn't go there. It's saving I wanted that to go days. there. <laughs> I so wanted to go there. But yeah. thank you for, for, for going that far. <laughs> Taking the bullet. And, and the, look of, the look on my face is not too dissimilar from Ryan's. Exactly. So there you yes. go. <laughs> Oh, I can't yeah, wait. So to talk much about to talk this. about uh, Ryan and uh, Alan coming wise. So yeah. Oh yes, I can't wait to talk about this episode. So why don't we? Since I can't wait to talk about the episode, yeah. uh, why don't we go ahead and talk about the news? And I just have a couple of things from the news, yeah. which is quite interesting. Following oh. up with Kerblam last week, uh, we had a you know we all said that there was a. Amazon slash Kablam um, similarity. And did you guys hear about the blunder someone made at Amazon over the weekend by accidentally airing the video to Witchfinder if someone was trying to purchase a single episode or view, I believe it was on Saturday, mm -hmm. the uh, episode of Kablam. Yeah, people who tried to get Kablam got... Uh uh, Witchfinders instead. Yeah. Uh, Oops. Well, a kick in the teeth to <laughs> the well, BBC there. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. So, or, so my question is, do did they get? I know the closed captioning was the uh, closed captioning for Kerblam. Was the audio oh. also Kerblam, and it was just the video that was Witchfinders? Wow, I do not know. That's right. I had heard that the that the the captioning file was for the the episode that was supposed to air, but it was not. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. How do you mess that up? That's that's weird, isn't it? But mm -hmm. then uh, all of us who subscribe by iTunes, we woke up Monday morning to find that we didn't have Witchfinders. Yes. So so I don't know what's what's going on, but uh, but Amazon did have it, and I thought, yeah, they've had it for two weeks. So uh. mm. so I went on. Uh, social media as my own ID, you know, at Kyle MJ six nine seven seven, as well as the at discussing who on Twitter, which is at discussing who. And uh, you know, just curious, because I was curious if it was localized, because I thought that it might not be, but since you and I Lee live in different states. Uh -huh. But I was curious and I have to compliment BBC America. Uh, they actually responded uh to the tweet that i sent out and asked you know like um what what type of device are you using you know is this something that you've had happen before so kudos to bbc america which it wasn't their problem but tweeted back about it and honestly i don't think i ever you know i actually had tweeted apple support and i don't think they actually responded so kudos to um bbc america for uh jumping in and 
tr- attempting to try to figure out, and I still don't know what the issue was. Yeah. So did you ever get your episode? Yeah, but well, from uh, yes, from from iTunes, yes, later. Mm. Yeah. So I did myself, and you know, I this was something that I had done previously in previous seasons was listen to the audio. Instead of watching it, listening mm-hmm. to the audio version or, or just listening to audio and not, um, you know, watching it. And I did that today driving back to Mississippi and I had forgotten how much you gain in some ways by only listening to the audio. Yeah. Because I didn't laugh and well, we'll get into it, but I didn't laugh at some of the, uh, scenes the way I laughed at mm. some of the scenes hearing them. As opposed to seeing them, but, but we'll get into that. So wait, wait. So you're saying you laughed less? No, I laughed when, more listening. Okay. To, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, just something about, uh, hearing, hearing some of the scenes without the, you know, without seeing it. I don't know. Just seemed funnier to me. So, um, let's see here. One other thing that I have that is news related. I sent out a picture this morning that is a picture of the doctor and her new revised outfit, I believe, for 2019, or the doctor's revised wardrobe or whatever you want to call it. What did you guys think of the picture that I sent? Just curious. So the jacket is, I'm going to say, lighter, uh, looks like. Am I right on that? Maybe, I think. But, but I guess the biggest part is the the scarf. Which, which I know you love, Cal. Yes. Lee, what about you? What do you think? I, I wasn't aware of, uh, uh, a lot of difference, uh, except the scarf, which I love. But, you know, I, I think, I think that is, uh, for New Year's. I think that, that she gets a rainbow scarf for New Year's and that may be, <laughs> that may be all there is to it. You see, I didn't look at it from Rainbow's perspective. I was just saying, oh, freaking yes, it's a scarf. Yeah. Uh, but Clarence, good eye, by the way, because I didn't notice that the, uh, coat was different, but I was reading, um, I think it was on blogtorwho.com that they were basically analyzing the coat and it, uh, is supposed to have bl- dark blue accents to it on the outside that it didn't have before. So keen eye, good eye. It did seem like there was a piping around the pocket or something like that. Yeah. I know that the cosplayers, of course, watch for these things, uh, you know, with a, uh, with a magnifying glass, and I, I uh, don't always. So, and are we crossing our fingers for our full length pants? Mm, <laughs> that would be nice, but I don't think I, we're I, we're going to get them. What do y'all think? No, I, I've stopped thinking about them, so you know, they, they don't bug me anymore. And you know, uh, one of the things is that um, it, 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 I'm just starting to think, uh, dude, am I really that old? Because um, when we uh, go to pick up my uh, stepdaughter at school. I see girls coming out of the school with pants that uh, calf linked like that. And I go, oh, okay. Maybe it's just because I'm an old man. And I, Back in my day, they didn't yeah, wear them we didn't wear pants like pants that, like I that. tell you. Yeah. yeah. And the doctor was a man, damn it. I tell you, he was a man. <laughs> he was a man. And that's how it ought to be. So, oh, oh man. So, guys, do you have any other news just out of curiosity? I wasn't thinking there was any. So, yeah, yeah, you already, uh, yeah, you called me out. Uh, Well, I will top uh, the news off by making reference to between our last recording and this recording, somebody had a birthday. Does anybody know who had a birthday? Uh, uh, Lots of people, I'm sure. Yeah, but who had a birthday? Well, Dave Cooper did. Oh, yes. And I forgot about that. Dave Cooper did. But also on November the 23rd, uh, which was oh. last Friday, Dr. Yes. Who, oh, who had a birthday? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Turned 55. So, so kudos to Dr. Who. Happy Dave. And, uh, and happy anniversary to everybody. Um, yeah. That's right. And I, and I changed my, I, I posted uh, the photo, uh, my selfie from, um, Hulanta. Yeah, so to celebrate the um, yeah. So happy birthday to the concept that first aired on November the twenty third, nineteen sixty three. The program we're here for, Doctor. That's right. So it was all going so well until they decided to ruin it this year. Yes, with a lot. (laughs) As I've been reading on social media uh, today, the worst episode ever. 
Oh man, we're gonna get into it. Oh, <laughs> oh crap! What are you fixing to say, Clarence? Nothing. I'll save it for the official. Because <laughs> I knew, I, I just know this one had to ruffle some people's feathers, and you know we'll get into it. But it seems like they were targeting the religious market with this one a little bit. Uh, yeah, I thought so too. But uh, but Lee, you said. Um, that they were saying something on social media about the worst episode ever, right? Mm-hmm. So they were talking about sleep no more, right? Yeah, no, they're talking about Witchfinders. Ah, yeah. Witchfinders oh. is yeah, no matter no matter what hour of Doctor Who you've seen since 1963 that wow. has left you saying what this was worse, according oh, okay. to the ah. great the great minds out there on um, you know YouTube commenters and so on. So those people obviously have not seen Sleep No More. (laughs) Before we get into the review, I would like to remind everyone that this podcast is a part of the Discussing Network. Discussing Who joins Discussing Trek and Discussing Comics. And you can find out more information about all three shows at DiscussingNetwork.com. If you have not seen Witchfinders, you know what time it is. It is time for the spoiler warning. So if you've not seen this episode yet, put us on pause because from henceforth, spoilers. 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 People of Vilehurst Crag, let us put the accused to the test. It's a witch trial. Every last witch in this village shall be destroyed. A genius plan, your majesty. All righty, gentlemen, the spoiler warning has gone out. So that means that it's time to get into our review. The Witch Finders is the eighth episode of the 11th series of the British science fiction program that we all know as Doctor Who. It first aired on the 25th of November 2018 on the BBC in the UK and on BBC America in the US. Initial overnight viewing figures for the UK were 5.66 million. So summary view, what did you think of this episode? So Clarence, why don't you take this one first? Um, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was, you know, maybe a hard subject to talk about in some ways, but they took some lists to make it, you know, a bit more um, fun uh, with the depiction of uh, King James. Um, I enjoyed it, but I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it, really. I don't think it's the worst episode of, you know, Doctor Who ever. Um but there's some good things in it. I enjoyed it. I had a fun time with it. But I can see why people are going to have some some real problems with it. And I'm All sure right. we'll get into it. All right. Cool. All right. So uh, what did you think, Lee? I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, and I I worry now about how much time I'm spending reading these negative comments because I know the persuasive power of social media. And – I have honestly started wondering if I'm if I'm paying attention. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. If I if I haven't already got my mind made up. This this was an this was a story about prejudice, really. Yeah. And you know about how you know once you've got your mind set about something, you know you can't see anything else. And I, I wonder if I'm doing that because I'm just loving everything in this season. I love everything about it. And I read these people saying this is this 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 show is a disaster. This show is just completely skidded off the rails. The writing is terrible, the acting's terrible, it's just everything about it. And I'm thinking I don't see that. Well, am I wrong? Mm. Okay. But, Go ahead. <laughs> it may be an unrelated topic, but it's just to say I enjoy the Witchfinders and I I don't uh, <sighs> I think it could be a case of people you know, maybe reading too much into some of the stories, but well, yes, <laughs> but by the same token, it's not like he's Chibnall or the writers for the certain episodes are holding back anything when they're trying to make a statement. And, and, and maybe it just seems more extreme to us than it actually is, because maybe some of it hits home a little bit to some well, people. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been I've been calling it a season of social satire, which I personally love. But if people feel like their personal toes are getting stepped on, I, I can understand why they're upset. But also, hey, that's 
that's what social satire does. <laughs> um, you know, sorry. Yeah. But, but when the show is, I think, dedicated to calling out, um, you know, intolerance and injustice and you feel like they're calling your name, well, you know, uh, I, yeah. I do kind of want to say, well, maybe you ought to ask yourself about that. And, you know, I think that's the point. I mean, if, if it's enough to make you question some of your own beliefs, if, if not just to make you go and research a topic a little bit further to, you know, to really try to understand uh, something that you know, might not be a part of your normal world or something that you don't fully grasp. Yeah. I think it's doing its job. Yeah. Mm. So, okay. So, so here's, <laughs> so here's my take. So, so, you know, I'm sitting here and listening to both of you and I agree with both of you because Clarence, I actually mentioned to you last night um, that this season in Doctor Who is one of the first times that I have been prompted and the research that I do for the episode, not to find out just about what we're reviewing, just about what we're talking about, but I'm going to Wikipedia and I'm looking up King James. I'm mm-hmm. looking up the King James version of the Bible. I'm looking up to see what the, um, the, the partition of India was. And it yeah. is broadcasting, I mean, not broadcasting, broadening th- this, this thing that is being broadcast. There we go is broadening my understanding because I'm learning, you know, because of not just about what the show was, but about real, you know, events. So, 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 so that's good. That's something that they're doing. And, and, you know, and I, and I like that. And this, this season's the first time I've ever done it. To comment on your question about are you loving it because you're loving it, the, mm-hmm. the fact that you're asking yourself that question, in my opinion, is proof that you're not just loving it because you like it. Does that make sense? Yes, and that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that as long as I can keep asking the question, yeah. Because I'll, I'll be honest, I have said, you know, I mean – Okay, so I made the, the, you know, fear no more or whatever the, you know, the joke a little bit earlier. But I have in this season, and maybe it's the new mindset that we've jokingly said that I have uh, recently in the last couple of months, but, um, I have tried to see that no matter how much I like something, there are going to be people who aren't going to like it. And I've tried to learn to respect that varied opinion. So you're looking through social media and seeing all the negative comments. The only thing I would say about that is a, some of those people may actually truly feel that, Hey, this is not the best season of Dr. Who that they've ever seen. And you know what? That's okay. If that's their opinion, but just remember that a portion of those people are those that are just making a comment because they can. Yes. And, you know, and, and they're there to rile people up or, you know, say to see what they can get a response from. Now that to me is though, is the ones that, that you need to discount. But as long, but if you like it, by all means, love it because, you know, we, we, we have found before that for the three of us, there are things that Clarence likes that I may not like or that you like that I don't like. So as long as you're questioning that, then I think full speed, full speed, full steam, whatever ahead. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. Yeah. Well and wisely spoken, I think. Cool beans. Yeah. So the episode actually begins with the TARDIS crew arriving and they're in the 1600s and the doctor makes a comment that the TARDIS is being a bit stubborn on the exact readings, she says, before being distracted by apple bobbins. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just like how she said that. (laughs) Yeah, yes. Um, what did you guys think of them arriving and then uh when they find out that they are being swept into a community of witch dippings or witch bobbings or what is dumping dippings dumping what does she call it oh, i can't remember yes yeah, the ducking stool uh, the ducking okay <laughs> Yes. So what did y'all think of that? And Lee, uh, why don't you take this one since Clarence took the last one? <laughs> did he? <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Um, I, I, I loved, uh, the story, uh, jumping in so quickly into the action. That's, uh, uh, yeah, I just think that's, that's good storytelling. What about you, Clarence? What did you think? Um, I don't know. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to, uh, I yeah. cut you off. No, I'm, I'm still stuck on, um, what people hate about it so much. And, and th- this season, and one of the constant complaints that I keep seeing is that it's boring. And we talked about this last week, I guess. So I should probably shut up about it, but I, when a story like this gets you into the action in like the first 30 seconds, I, what kind of person is bored by that? I, anyway, never mind. Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had the doctor showing her Olympic stroke there. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do like how, um, once again, as we go to an episode that's in the past, the doctor kind of iterates, you know, um, you can't, change things you when to intervene and when not to intervene and i do like how on seemingly all the past episodes we've went from um one where they slightly intervene and Mm -hmm. one where they were in the story but couldn't really affect the outcome into this one to where they're like you know in the trenches they're definitely part of the story Mm -hmm. so i like how we've gotten those three different aspects of them um, swaying events or milling in events in the past. I thought that's pretty, pretty cool. It feels, it feels like a, a slippery slope though, doesn't it? In Rosa, yeah. we said this has to happen the way it happened. And then in uh, demons of the Punjab, it's like, well, we're intervening a bit. Yeah. And then in this one, they're just in it. Hammer and tongs. <laughs> it's just like, no, yeah. that's wrong. Let's, let's fix it. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. So let me ask you guys this. When is it right to make the distinction between don't intervene, kind of intervene, and outright intervene? Right. It's the uh, one of the abiding questions of the original Star Trek series. Yeah. So, um, because Kirk's answer is always, "Well, that applies to a healthy culture." Oh, and and you just decided you decided this one's not healthy. So now we're gonna okay, yeah, (laughs) rock on. (laughs) Throw the prime director out the window there, right? (laughs) So we feel sometimes the doctor is doing that too. I mean, I was asking that on Demons of the Punjab. I thought, well, wait a minute. Does that mean that she knows that the assassins were there in the past, and that it's no? She apparently knows that they weren't, and so getting rid of them is what they need to do to put things the way they're supposed to be. It's, I, okay. <laughs> so here was, here was my takeaway from other than the apple bobbings and the, the, the childlike excitement that the doctor had was, um, when, uh, mistress, uh, what was her name? I can't mistress. Savage. Savage. I was going to say yeah. strange, but it was stra- yeah. savage. Savage. When she says, if you die, you're innocent. If you so are, you know, that's basically, yeah. you know, if you drown, proof, you're human. If you drown, yeah. you're human. You're not a witch. But if you survive, you are you. guilty and you are still hanged. So right. you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. That is the literal damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's right. And what that's, re- and that is really how they used to do that. That is. Wow. Yeah. Damn. And when, and when they came to America, they brought it with them because we were doing it in New England as well. Yep. What a freaking no win situation, man. Right. Good Lord. And part of the history of that that I've always thought was interesting was that if, um, if you married somebody who turned out to be, um, I don't know, a stronger personality than you thought, like she argued with you a lot, you could say, <laughs> you could say it's because a uh, Satan has entered her and she's a witch. Oh, you could God. put her to, the, you could have her put to that trial. Oh man. And, was, and a lot of people did that. And that's why I love that, that Becca Savage gets a speech to when she's got the doctor on the ducking stool and she says, you know, this system was created to keep people like you sh- quiet. Yes. And I thought that's exactly right. Cause you talk and, too much. Cause you talk too much. And, and I guess we need to that's speak all about, yeah. And, and just the overall treatment of women in general in this episode. Um, of course you had, uh, Miss Strange, who had a lot of power, but even when when we get to the point where where the king is talking to the doctor and talking about the reasons why she's such uh, inquisitive and such a good, uh, I guess, sleuth, because yeah. <laughs> she's, she's gossipy. Yeah, <laughs> I knew they are digging in. Yep, <laughs> she says if we're not being drowned, we're, if we're not being drowned, we're being patronized. Mm. 
And that, incidentally, is the number one thing that I have been seeing people on social media saying that they hated about the episode. Huh. It was what? The the which which specifically was what they <laughs> yeah one one comment that i saw i'm trying to see if i actually can't find it here because i want to get the wording right somebody was saying this is supposed to be doctor who not a lecture on how badly women have been treated but you know i'm not gonna say i like it but it makes sense that they're going in the past that some of these tendencies and these um you know, thoughts, expressions will be uh, uh, seen in the story because it's kind of what it was. Just like we saw with Ryan uh, getting smacked in the face uh, for giving the woman her purse back. Yeah. And, yeah. So, so you, you're going to see some of that. Uh, of course just, you are. No. We, we, when we did our, our predictions for the for the season uh, episode that we'll all have to now go back and listen to again, uh, I thought that was the that was the great call out that you made at the time, Clarence, was you said, I'm going to be really disappointed if we don't see the doctor in a situation in Earth's history where she can't automatically be in charge just by walking in the room. That, yeah. that this is going to be part of what's great about the character being a woman is that now we're going to see a different dynamic. And this week we finally got it. Yeah. And, and I was kind of, you know, I was really excited about that. I said, oh, this is it. What does she do in this situation where she can't just walk in and say, hey, I'm the doctor. Everybody listen to what I say. They're not listening to you. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know? you know what we would have had? We would have had, ha- had this been last season, we would have mm-hmm. had, uh, or the season before that, we would have had the doctor needing to rescue Clara or Bill uh, <laughs> from being, because they have been accused of being a witch. That would have been the story. uh, That's how we would have done it. Yeah, exactly. You know, on a side note, before we move on and before I forget it, this and maybe this is just my warped brain here, but this would have made a perfect story (laughs) to really freak out some 1600 villagers is if this was Jodie Whittaker's um, final story so they should have saved that for however many years <laughs> that she was going to be on there right. she gets accused of being a witch they do dunk her underwater right. and that is when she starts regenerating <laughs> somebody oh, else got it. Yes. Yeah. and so uh, when they bring her back up she's regenerating does the explosion and the witch becomes a warlock <laughs> That would have freaked people out, especially. A witch. In, yeah, they'd say, "Well, we told you she was a witch." <laughs> she was a witch, um, and she drew, and she jumps in her uh, blue Satan box and disappears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, so why don't we go ahead and get into talking about King James? Because I think uh-huh. that'll be some interesting uh, part of our um, review of this episode. So, King James, he arrives. In style and flair. And we had actually seen him skulking about, uh, you know, looking like he's going to be the big villain of the, of the piece, which I guess he was in a way. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. Then he takes his mask off and it's James the first. Gentlemen, take it away. What did you think? Well, oh. I knew that he was supposed to be sort of the, the big prize of this season in terms of guest stars because Alan Cumming is, is a, you know, a big star. Um, and, um, and known for his flamboyance. So, uh, yeah, of course he's going to play, uh, James, who is rumored to have been gay or at least, or perhaps bisexual. So he's going to play him as this, uh, over the top, uh, caricature. And, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. One of the things I've seen on, on social media today that is, that's been positive is how much people loved, uh, Alan Cumming as James the first. So really, yeah, huh. love it. Love it. So I, I guess I'm not too familiar with Alan Cummings. What has he been on? Am I just? Well, do you remember him as Nightcrawler? Yeah. Oh, that was him. Yeah. Yep, that's him. Um, oh golly, just look at his IMDb. He has been yeah. in absolutely everything. The and, Good uh, Wife, and, um, and and is an actor of the stage as well. So there's a lot, a lot more out there. But um, yeah, I'm not that familiar with him. Yeah, I actually I see the reason for his performance as being kind of zany, uh, but. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. It, it, I guess you needed it because this was a very serious topic that they were exploring in this episode. But to me, his over the top weird performance kind of took me out of it. Mm. Especially when I'm going back and kind of trying to catch up on some of the, 
the the, the history of, of King James, James I of England. Um, you know, of course, King James Bible, he commissioned it. And um, he also wrote the book that was in uh, the mistress's room. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, That's the, right. Demology. Demology. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and knowing kind of the history of, of, of him and the, the kind of seriousness of him, you know, also I found out the information about, you know, he may have been bisexual or, or, or homosexual or whatever. Um, you know, the, the portrayal of him on screen, it just felt out of place to me. Mm. I don't know why it made it's for a, good fun, but yeah, <laughs> but a mismatch of tone because he is, he, he is going to kill people. Yeah. If if I'm understanding you right, that it, it Yeah. I don't know. I, I just saw that as being the kind of uh, exaggeration that we get in a lot of our uh, our screen villains. That uh, you know, you could play. I don't know. You could play Lex Luthor that way. You know, um, he's he's just he's just really enjoying his life, and and so he's he's deeply committed to all of the experiences of that. That's sort of how how I felt that that was. And you know, so he's not kidding when he says to to Ryan, you know, with his with his pricker out, he says, "Let's have some fun." You know, yeah. Well, let's let's go stick somebody with this thing and see if they bleed. You know, he's. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, so 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 here's here 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 are my thoughts. Um, as far as the comedy, uh, went, you know, I enjoyed the comedy. I I enjoyed in the sense of wondering, and I'm assuming maybe he he did. So I'm maybe I. I I will ask you guys, did Ryan understand that basically this guy was coming on to him or was he oh, just kind of clueless <laughs> to him? I think he got it a hundred percent. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I thought so, but I was just asking it. I think he was way ahead of him there. <laughs> okay. Got you. That's, and that's yeah. what I thought, but, uh, but, um, because I feel like the the way Tossed plays it is, you know, okay, that's fine if that's your thing, that's good. Not my thing, but you know, you, yeah, yeah you're you still be the you. king, sire. Yeah, that's right. You. <laughs> so he says, you know, come with me and and be my, you know, be my strong right arm or whatever. He says, yeah, yeah, no, um, no I, I got other things to do. Yeah, <laughs> I got things. <laughs> um, but 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 I did enjoy the comedy of it and listening. That those were the parts. Uh, that that I found myself laughing at hearing just the audio and not seeing it, <laughs> and and maybe it was because I knew the vid- the visual from yep. watching it the first time, <laughs> and then you know imagining the visual. But I actually laughed out loud while driving at the whole you know my Nubian prince uh, you know comment because I'm thinking okay I can't wait to talk about this tonight. Um, but you know someone said to me. Um, after watching it was um, if they did the portrayal for the purpose of the story and trying to be accurate to who they interpreted James as being, Mm -hmm. that's fine. If they did it to uh, ruffle some feathers of, you know, people who uh, are deeply religious and like, for instance, I'll use my mother as an example. If you were to ask her anything about the Bible, she will tell you that the ultimate version of the Bible is the King James version, you know, mm-hmm. because that she's Southern Baptist and that's what they believe. Yep. And I'm not saying that there's anything right or wrong on that, but if it was done for the purpose of, well, we've ruffled these feathers and ruffled those feathers. Now let's ruffle these feathers. Yeah. Then, then eh, I'm, you know, not quite sure on it or, or whatever, but just for entertainment value, I thought it was funny. Yeah. And I, I really don't think that they're trying to be uh, offensive for the sake of being offensive. Um, I, I, that doesn't, that just doesn't sound like this, this show. It's just not, it's not something that Doctor Who does. I don't, that just doesn't seem possible to me. We've met a lot of uh, monarchs uh, in the history of the show, of British monarchs, and they're always treated with a light hand, you know? I mean, when we think of Elizabeth the first in the day of the doctor, for heaven's sake, you know, and you could say that's not a that's not a realistic depiction of Elizabeth. OK, OK. <laughs> and I don't think it's intended to be. OK, let's have some fun with it. All right. She's marrying the doctor. OK, that's funny. Let's <laughs> let's just go with it. <laughs> yeah. And and I hope the people who, you know, don't like this depiction depiction of King James, um, if that kind of threw them off, I hope it I hope it didn't take away what. 
I feel kind of is the message in this episode and probably the message in most of the episodes this season, you know, is is how a, a group of people might be treated because they're a little different or, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, who who would be perceived as a witch back in the day? Who would, who would be perceived as a witch? Maybe somebody that's, you know, shed in, not very sociable, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, doing something just a little weird, you know, yeah. uh, off the beaten path. And, and to see what was done to these people, you know, we mentioned up top this impossible, you know, choice when you're, you know, dipped in water. <laughs> and, and once you've been accused, you have no appeal. Yeah. So, yeah. It, right. Mm. And and and, you know, it, it, it's the, the scary part of it. I mean, we're you know, we're talking about the parody that they're doing or the satire and their, you know, the 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 jokes of King James or whatever, but the scary part of this, and that's not, you know, this is before the alien part of it. The scary part of that is there, th- this was a reality in, uh, you know, the, uh, colonies of America and the, the, in Great Britain where Clarence could walk out of his house tomorrow and say, I don't like Kyle and he's a witch or whatever. And, mm-hmm. I'm damned at that point yeah. because I have been accused. It doesn't yeah. matter <laughs> if, if you're right or you're wrong. Yeah. In, in that aspect, I'm damned. Yeah. And people will start coming up with, with arguments. They'll say, you know, I remember that time when Kyle said so-and-so, and the next day that's what happened. Yes. <laughs> Kyle must have, you know, that's, you know and we'll, we'll, everybody will start filling in the blanks. That's what we do. It's, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, so good point, Clarence, and the point of, you know, don't, don't let the dislike for the satire or whatever, uh, mask, you know, the, the message that they're trying to get, get, get across. Yeah. You know, you just reminded me that, um, uh, uh, Becca Savage, uh, tells us that she had all the horses killed. Did we ever find out why? Because they are, uh, of Satan. Well, she said that, but, but then we learned that this is all in aid of protecting herself, that she's yeah. leaking mud because she's full of it. <laughs> what did that have to do with the horses? I, that, I, th- I think that just sort of got left hanging. Yeah. Uh, any, any, any thoughts that you might have? Any other? I, I wonder if there was a line of dialogue or even a scene shot where, um, we it would be easier for it to be a line of dialogue where we we learned that the horses could smell it or something like that. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, but it's but it's hard to get horses. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's hard to work with horses. So yeah, this you know it's a lot easier is cutting that out. So it's just gone. And she says she killed the horses. Mm. You know, one quote that that I did like was. Uh, and this was Becca Savage, a statement that she made. She said, uh, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. And the doctor replies, um, there's a twist in the sequel. Love thy neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. And last week she said regarding love, she said she referred to that as being part of her faith. And I thought that was very interesting back to back. Um, not, not in Kerblam, but in, uh, um, Demons of the Punjab. So we've got her, her mentioning her faith, which I thought was interesting. And then here she's there advocating for the Christian Bible New Testament. The greatest of these is love. Yeah. yeah. And I said, wow, that's dead <laughs> on. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and just the general message, uh, you know, in a lot of these episodes is um, there was a point in this particular episode where uh, Graham was talking and he asked, um, what's the woman's name again? I keep forgetting. Help me out. Becca. Becca. Uh, he asked a question. You have to ask yourself, am I, am I a good person? You know, and that seems like something we've heard before. Uh, he, I think he tells, um, in Demons of the Punjab, he tells, what's his name? That he's a good person. He's a good man. You That's know. That's right. He tells Prem. Yeah. 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 All we can do is be good men. Yeah. yeah. And you're a good man. That's yeah, that's a good connection. That's right. But I really love Graham's wisdom there is that if that's her logic, you've got nothing to fear as long as you're good. And she says she's afraid. He says, well, aren't you good? <laughs> and I was like, you you puzzle it out. Then you should have nothing to be afraid of on that logic. Yeah. You know, that's 
It is. It's the oldest. It's the oldest excuse in the book to arrest somebody. You know, well, if you haven't done anything, you've got nothing to worry about. Yeah. Hmm. So what would what did you guys think of the speech or the conversation that the doctor had between herself and uh, King James when she has been accused by Becca Savage of being a witch? It's beautiful. And it's the first speech like that of the season that I've wanted to commit to memory because um, uh, I just thought it was powerful and beautiful. And I love the way that they played it. We kept cutting back to uh, to his face. And I think we were meant to wonder, he does this in the performance, if she isn't about to turn him, she isn't about to make him see reason uh, because it's a very persuasive argument. But, and it is, it mirrors things that she's said before about people in conflict because they, they're starting to, because all they can see is how uh, their differences and they're overlooking the, the majority, which is the things that are, make them similar or the same. You know, once you, once you start focusing on differences and, and it really, that seemed very timely. I know, I know that they're doing a lot of the same thing in the UK, but for us in America, that seemed really timely. Um, to, to call out the fact that it's easy to, to get people divided as long as you focus them on their differences. Hmm. Interesting. What about you, Clarence? What did you think? I'm pulling to remember the full conversation, but I agree with Lee in the fact that uh, it seems like she almost had him um, on on her side. You know, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to fully remember what was in the conversation. Yeah. I was hoping that somebody had already transcribed it and that it was on IMDb, but there are no no quotes put up for that yet at all. So yeah, and the only reason I'm really remembering it, quote unquote, is because I'm I have it up on my screen right now. So very good. Uh, so I'm actually cheating a bit because I was looking for that's something. not cheating. That's research. Oh well, thank you, sir. <laughs> well, I'm researching a bit, and yeah. the the reason I was because I knew that there was something that he said that I really really liked. And she accuses him of hiding behind his title of king, you know, being yeah. the king. Yeah. And he says, um, just as you hide behind doctor, perhaps. And mm-hmm. the look that she gives him, I thought was priceless. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that interaction between the two of them was without the camp. You know, there was no, um, in my opinion, there was no, campiness there was no over the topness it was the doctor and a person having yeah. a conversation it, it, almost as equal in, yeah. a, in a in a different way though right and no, that's my take and, and so, illustrating the point too because it was about what makes them similar and not about what makes them different yeah so this is like a your reputation receives you type of situation mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> where you know um just that name you know the doctor mm. i don't know so, um, what would, I, if I were to ask you guys about anything that you might have seen that might have been different about this episode than most of the episodes that we've seen, what might you say that would be? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. For me, I think it was the fact that Okay, so you, okay, well let me ask it, let me re-ask it a different way. Who was the villain in your eyes of this episode? Uh, yeah, you're saying we had a true villain this episode? Well, um, and here's why I, I even asked that question. You guys, I think at the beginning of this episode, made reference to King James as being the villain of the episode. I'm, yeah, I said it in a way, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, certainly the mud, or not mud. <laughs> Morlock, Morlocks? Morlocks. No, not Morlock, yeah. but, uh. Morlock or something. Morlock? Hmm. Hmm. Morat. Seems like we should remember this. <laughs> was it Morat? No. But yeah, it's I'll, not Morlock. The, those are the. I'll the, get to him in time just a second. Machine. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> anyway. but, 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 but in all seriousness, this was, uh, you know, you, you know, making that comment. Morax. Uh, Morax. Okay. But making that comment about, uh, you know, James being, uh, the, villain of the episode actually made me pay attention and say, hmm, a lot of this is caused to some degree by his witch finding and trying to purge out evil and so forth. So maybe maybe he was a little bit of the villain or a lot of the villain for that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always uh, go ahead, Lee. 
it, I think of it as being like the demons of the Punjab. That that the the villain is a is a mindset. It's a it's a way of thinking. But that's really that's really the big bad in the episode. But that's my thought. Clarence. Clarence. No, I was just going to say that um, it it's, it's fascinating how you know if you are to believe the Bible, there are miraculous things that can happen. Maybe not so much in our time. You know, it depends on how much you believe the Bible, what your religious beliefs are, um, and you can definitely see of people reading those things and are looking for some of those things to happen, looking for all types of signs. And it, you just never know when you're looking, although we have an obvious, obvious enemy in this episode, but thinking of the people in this time that actually went through this, these witch hunts and stuff like that, you know, um, what is actually real or what is actually perceived as real or how much of it is in their head. You know, we still see Bigfoot around here. So <laughs> um, it's it's just to me intriguing how we perceive different things and are uh, amped to believe certain things that, you know, may or may not happen or have happened. Uh, even aliens, UFOs, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of the, the state of being human and the willingness to believe in things that might not be true. Mm, Good point. Very good point. So if I were to ask you guys what you think is the least thing that you liked about this episode, (laughs) what would it be out of curiousness? You know how bored I am with zombies. So the, uh, the reanimated (laughs) corpses shuffling around, I just said, Oh yeah. Skip to the end. <laughs> so, which is what, which is my problem with oxygen as well. But <laughs> so. oh, I love oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't do it, Lee. <laughs> oh, so you don't like the Walking Who? Yeah, that's it. When the show becomes the Walking Who, that's when I, you know. Well, yeah. All I'm going to say to that is, you sound like somebody named Kyle a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. When, uh, right. you know, Clarence used to say, it's not about the zombies. Zombies. That's right. Well, you see, that's the thing is that I, I, I would love a show that wasn't about zombies. I love all shows that aren't about zombies. <laughs> <laughs> so. Look, all I can say is if within a year I have watched and got current with all nine seasons of The Walking Dead. Right. Because it's not about the zombies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's my point. <laughs> Well, zombies what, are in and of themselves boring. So yeah. Anyway, but so no, about, the, 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 it was interesting that these were were uh, these were um, it, it was this alien entity, and I loved the reveal of uh, of what they actually were. That these these are war criminals. That's that's awesome. That's Phantom Zone. I love it. Yeah, that's real cool. What about you, Clarence? What what would you say is the thing you liked the least about this episode? Yeah, I don't think there's anything I really hated in the episode. Um, I would have liked to get a bit more explanation about Izzy Flint, like the actual thing he did to Yaz. Um, I would have loved to hear that whole story. Or maybe I just missed it because they, because <laughs> she started telling it to the, the, the girl mm-hmm. and, um, she kind of just stops and the doctor brings it up again near the end of the episode. So I would have liked to have heard that whole story. Seemed like it could have been something either religious or race related that happened to her when she was in school, but they never, I don't think they ever really explained exactly what it was. I assumed that it was a combo of both. She looked how she looked, meaning you were the nationality that you were. And let's, I'm a, and, and here I am, maybe I'm stereotyping by assuming that the character is Muslim. I don't think they have, have they mentioned the race? Mm-hmm. That they said that she's Muslim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Good job. Oh, this, yeah, that's right. Hello. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Okay, never yeah, mind. She mentioned it. She'd mentioned it before. Okay. That okay. Cool. 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 So, um, so having said that, that was my assumption was it was you know her where she was from and also her religion. So a combo of both. Oh, and for me to answer the question, what did I yeah. like the least? I, I I don't know that I liked or disliked anything per se i think i even though i did like having the alien at the end and i thought that that was kind of cool i think it might would have been a better episode if you just left it without the alien interference that this was just some villager that got really tied up uh 
maybe she did have some kind of sickness or some, she cut her leg and she got infected and that was nothing more than what it was. She had an infection and did not know how to, and this woman did not know how to cure it. And it started this witch hysteria. Yeah. And, you know, I think if they would have taken that route, it would have tied in more so with King James being the villain. If he's the witch finder starter, um, yeah. Are you saying Sans the Aliens is what yeah, you're saying? Sans the Aliens, yeah. yes. Yeah, well, in a way, I think it would have made it uh, obviously a serious subject already. If we didn't have the aliens, it would have been too serious. Uh, <laughs> good point. Yeah, then it would have been a flat-out historical story because things yeah. like that absolutely happened. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, um, and, and it's funny because um, one of the, the complaints that I see about the show is that there aren't enough aliens in it. Um what? That we we want good old alien monsters. Well, everybody wants the Daleks for one thing, but um, specifically. But yeah, yeah. Um, Kyle's uh, talking about taking it a hundred percent. This episode would have no aliens. Yeah, <laughs> and that that group of people would have said this isn't Doctor Who anymore, <laughs> even, even more so than they already are. But uh, uh, but I had the same thought. I, I, the, I we were in Act Four of the episode, and I was thinking, you really don't need the aliens here. You don't. Hmm. Um, I, I didn't buy the putting them back in the ground again and um um sort of turning the lock back on the the um the biomechanical lock um it just seemed to me like since the tree's been destroyed aren't they just going to come back out again Mm. yeah uh i'd say hey wait to fix that problem doctor i hope you're gonna (laughs) come back in a million years and make sure that they're still in there but you know what if you if you let the genie out of the bottle and Act four, you have to put the cork back on the bottle in Act four in order for it to resolve quickly. Well, that's right. I, I just thought maybe it, that happened too fast for that to be convincing. But yeah, I, I, I yeah, I certainly understand why it was handled that. Way. Mm. So, is is there a book or a, a web page that lists all of the aliens that are somewhere on Earth in Doctor <laughs> Who lore? Wow, if not, that's a that's a that's something you need to compile and write because the <laughs> literature needs it. Mm. Yeah, because we are we are crawling with horrible things yeah. hidden everywhere. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> even have a uh, what is it? That's the core. The, there's the uh, the 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 Arachnos. Uh, right, that's right. The, right, the, the core whole the, formed around the yeah the the nest of the Arachnos. That's right. We wouldn't yeah. be here if not for the Arachnos. exactly. <laughs> so. So let me reverse that question real quick. What did you guys like the best or what was the thing you liked the most about this episode? Mm. Oh, man. Uh, mm. <laughs> Interesting that it's hard to answer, isn't it? And I think that and I, and I love that the most, that, that it is yeah. hard to answer. Well, I, I really enjoyed uh, Alan Cumming as uh, James the First. I, I, his over-the-topness didn't, didn't bother me in terms of his uh, – the, the threat that he, that the character posed. So, uh, I, I just enjoyed how much fun he was having with, it. uh, he, the actor meaning, but also how much fun James the first is having being, yeah. you know, God's, God's agent on earth and so on. Um, yeah. Going to his calling. And in the end, you know, he's delighted, you know, he's Hey, look, I burned the witch, you know? Yeah. Great will be my reward in heaven. You know, <laughs> it's like, what is the matter with you? <laughs> yeah. Which was another case where the doctor felt somebody he's went happy. too far under her, uh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you didn't this have to do that. the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So, so for me, what I liked the most about the episode is twofold. Number one, they each once again were equally contributing as the foursome in the uh, story. They each had their own moment to shine. They were not, um, you know, they were not in any way, um, you know, wallpaper. You know, each of them, you know, fun- had a function. I- and I-, I really, really liked that. The other part of it was it was just another example of this doctor being so different from any of the doctors um, that have come before. And it's it's just like this wonderment that the 13th doctor has that's the more you see it the more it just is infectious that it's a um, an unassuming um, 
you know, yes, you know, there, the, she has her principles and et cetera, but, but Clarence, and you've made reference to this, this explaining things and thinking out loud and making <laughs> mm-hmm. you think. I, the more I see it, the more I want to see more. So that yeah. would be what I like most about this. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel like this, though, you know, each of the campaigns contributed a little bit. To me, this felt like more focus on the doctor because uh, it was, to me, very little of the companions, to be honest. Um, I do find it funny, like when the initial uh, lady was finna go under the water, the doctor jumps in to save her. But when the doctor gets ready to get dunked, <laughs> the companions even even move toward the water to to try to save her. They just stand there. Maybe they maybe they knew that she would get out. I don't know. Apparently, she knows Houdini or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, I just thought what they didn't even try. They just looked on. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny that that didn't bug me at the time. And, and I, I, I can only imagine that if I was there and I'd been traveling with a doctor, I think what I'd be doing is standing there in the bank thinking she's going to get out of this. She <laughs> must have a plan. She always does. I, th- she doesn't need me to go over there and rescue her. Yeah. I wonder if that's what I'd be. Do you think or? <sighs> I don't know. Or is that a good enough reason? Maybe you should jump in anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And then she'd say, you know, I had it. You know, I I, I was going to get out of this. (laughs) When in doubt. (laughs) Yeah. You do remind me, Kyle, that that a a thought that crossed my mind while watching this was that that ties us back to um, uh, the Pating, which is not the name of the episode, is it? It's uh, (laughs) the something. Yes, the the Saranga conundrum. That's right. It's the Big Bang Theory. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, affectionately known as, known as Pating. Pating, yes. So we have episodes this season called Pating and Kerblam. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but I, I always like the fact that there's one moment exactly where the doctor says, here's a gun, take it. And she gives it a yes. And this time we have this culture where we've already experienced that women are not going to be listened to or seen as being potential authority figures. But – of the four of them, somebody needs to go talk to somebody and find out exactly what they saw and what they know. And the doctor says, yes, you know, go talk to her because yeah, get the police officer. If, if you need to go interrogate some, mm. yeah, as is logical. So that's just a very quick moment, but I thought, yep, there it is. Better be glad. Yes. Is with you. Yeah, that was awesome. But I was surprised she let her go off on her own. You know, or any of them golf by themselves. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> she has confidence in you. That is, a, that is a doctor thing, I think, from the beginning. Is that very often, you know, you'll see them parting ways, the TARDIS, and, and in the audience, we're going, really? <laughs> we, you just <laughs> talked about how dangerous the situation was, and you just told your companion, you know, well, you go that way, and I'll go this Well, okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, huh. yeah, that's been true since 1963. That thing. Yep. Good point. Good point. So, uh, question guys, is there anything that you guys had written down in your notes that you wanted to bring up that we've, for whatever reason, haven't covered yet? I always like to shout out to, uh, to guest stars. And of course, we've been talking about Alan Cumming, but, uh, uh, uh Becca Savage was, uh, Shoban Fenneran, who is somebody that I always enjoyed on Downton Abbey. So it was good to see her again. Once again, playing somebody stern and mean. As she did on Downton Abbey. Ah, cool. But that's all from me. Clarence, what about you? <laughs> oh, you talked about laugh out loud moments. I'd had one of those. And that's when the doctor was saying, I can buy there being witch hunts. I can buy there being aliens, but I can't buy there being aliens and witch hunts <laughs> at the same time. Right. <laughs> and then uh, to which, which the King James says, uh, why does the lassie speak of commerce? Which I just yeah. bust out laughing. It's yeah. so cheesy, but <laughs> yeah, buy that. It was funny to me. Yeah, no, no, it was funny because, but, but it goes into one of the reasons why it's so hard for people to, um, especially learn American English. You know, I know that's a British, you know, show and I'm taking it totally out of context, but you know, the things that we say, especially in America, just wouldn't make sense taken out of context. So. To, to my my students who are speaking English as a second language, I always find I have to consciously dial back the slang and the 
you know, the, the little idioms and things like that, that make sense to us, but I know are just going to baffle somebody who's learning. English. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the King James didn't have any trouble with any of the uh, rest of the doctor's slang, but, uh, I can't buy that. He, <laughs> that, was, that was where he finally had to say, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, no, notes. L O L I R L, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, guys, why don't we do our final rating and say what we thought about the episode and a final review? And I'll start it off. Um, I'm going to give this a, I'm going to give it a four. I, I you know, I, I think I would have liked it not to have had the, uh, Alien at the end, I think it would have, for me, it would have just worked better as a historical story. So for that alone, uh, I will give it a four. I did enjoy the, uh, Alan Cummings, uh, performance. I thought it was funny. I liked the banter, uh, back and the uncomfortableness with Ryan. I thought was funny and I thought the character and the actor did a fantastic job with it. Uh, so I'll give it a four. So Clarence, what say you? <sighs> I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger. Ezekiel. <laughs> <laughs> no, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> uh, I'm giving it about a four. I say four, four two. I'll bring it up. Nice to four two. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good fun. So, some things in it weren't, my favorite, but I can't, I don't have a lot of complaints about the episode. To be honest, I still really enjoyed it. Um, even second viewing, I thought it was even better as you of course catch more things. So I, I enjoyed the episode. I don't know about the zaniness of King James. Maybe it was a little bit too much that took me out of it, but I think you needed that element because of the seriousness of, you know, what they were kind of going through there. So yeah, I go for two. Okay. Lee. It's funny. I've been thinking of uh, 42 as well, uh, 4.2 all day. Um, I I really just enjoyed everything about the episode, enjoyed everything that I had to say. Loved Alan Cumming, everybody in this supporting cast and, of course, our our cast of regulars. Uh, I just got into that last act and said, I don't I don't like I don't like the look of the the king of the, the alien race here. I don't I don't I'm not buying how this is working that we're the smoke from the tree that was had them locked in is poison to them. And it's going to, we're going to lock them back in with a fragment of the tree. And I got, Hmm, you know, it just, that just wasn't paying off for me. So that's, that's, but still 4.2. Hmm. Okay. So I actually didn't think I would give mm. the lowest rating. And that's interesting. I, mm. I, 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 I thought one of you would have. So, yeah. um, I actually came in on the lower end of the totem pole, but I'm still happy with my four. Uh, I did, I did enjoy it. And this, this is an episode that I would watch Mm. again, you know, Um, you're not giving it one out of 10 (laughs) as people on, uh, uh, IMDb are. No, 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 no. I, I thoroughly, I enjoyed it and I enjoyed it. it, I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it. It, 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 Mm -hmm. even better listening to it, honestly. So, um, so I have a question real quick before we wrap things up. Do we think Becca Savage would have been okay as the alien entity drained from her, you know, like the Wicked Witch of the West or whatever? Do you think she would have been survived after it drained away from her? Is maybe that why the doctor was mad? Mm. That's the way I interpreted it, even though the alien that had filled her said that she that there was nothing left of her. Okay. Okay. Hmm. But, you know, that's what she says, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I and I'm actually watching it as we're, uh, you know, looking at it. I, I'm going to say that she that there really was nothing left. Uh, hmm. And I think that was the thing that James needed to kind of reassert his control or his uh, not superiority, but to kind of overranked the doctor a little bit because hey yeah. i'm the king here yeah, yeah. you know get back and, to charge and, and 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 no no disrespect to the care i mean you know to the to the character or the person that it to which the character was based and i'm no and i don't mean that he was simple by what i'm about to say but he was a man of the 1600s so yeah. i'm not going to let a woman usurp me right so but yeah good 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 
Good question. So, so guys, any final thoughts before we go around the table and uh, say where else we might be found? Not from me. All right, Mr. Brown? Nothing, man. All right. Well, then I'll ask you, Mr. Shackelford, where else might people find you on the intranets? People should go to at once. At once, they should go to relativitypodcast.com and check out my radio drama serial Relativity if they're not familiar with it and if they are completely sick of hearing me talk about it on this show. But uh, we're actually producing something, uh, something like a mini episode or two or maybe three Yay. that Yay. will be coming out in the near future. So, yeah. Oh, happy day. I'm doing my happy dance over here. Excellent. Yay. <laughs> I, I picture Snoopy when you say that. Okay, that I was picturing. See, I visualize weirdly, so I was picturing him doing the Snoopy dance. So there you go. All right, there you go. All right, so Mister Mister Snoopy, where else uh, might you be found? And for the record, I was doing the hammer dance. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So now I have that in my head. <laughs> so, so uh, guys, if you are into comics. And have been keeping up with the DC comics on DC Digital. Is it DC Digital? DC, DC Universe, Universe Online? Yes. Yeah, they, yeah uh, whatever they call it. Yeah. yeah, Cal and I will be doing an upcoming review of where we are so far in the Titans series. So yeah. you should stay tuned for that. Uh, point your browsers to DiscussingComics.com and check that out. All right. So I guess that leaves me. So if you are... A fan of the show, we invite you to head on over to Patreon. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash discussing network. And, you know, just follow us there and share the page or share the content uh, with your social media friends. And if you so choose to do so, you know, buy us a cup of coffee, uh, you know, chip in however you want to. You don't have to, of course, but if you do, you will have our eternal gratitude. So, yes, that is at patreon.com slash discussing network. So on behalf of the three of us, we thank you for joining us for this review of Witchfinders. Make sure you subscribe to the show, and we will be back next time. You've been listening to The Discussing Network. Find out more at DiscussingNetwork.com. Discussing Who is brought to you by Audible. You've probably heard of Audible, but just in case, they are the world's leading provider of audiobooks. They have more than 180,000 titles. Let me say that again. 180,000 titles to choose from. Imagine a genre, they've got an audiobook. And these files play on smartphones, Kindles, tablets, in fact, over 500 different devices. Now, for fans of Discussing Who, Audible is offering a free download when you start a new Audible subscription. And you can choose anything at all from that vast library. But we know you want to get one of their absolutely fantastic Doctor Who titles, which include New Adventures of the Doctor, but also Torchwood and River Song. And they're performed for you by actors you know and love. Wonderful voices, Tom Baker, Alex Kingston, David Tennant. The list goes on and on. So try it out for 30 days. And if at the end of the month you decide Audible is not for you, you still get to keep that Doctor Who book you downloaded. So look at it this way. Free Doctor Who book. So here's how you get started. Point your favorite web browser to audibletrial.com slash discussing who. That's audibletrial, all one word, A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L dot com slash discussing who. Also one word. And that's how you get your free book. What could be better than that?